What is up, everyone? What's going on? How's it going? How y'all doing? My name is Edgar, and this is Snug Wrestling, episode 13. And today, we are going to go over the historic... This is a NXT for the books right here. We're going to be talking about this NXT for a very, very long time. Some crazy shit went down tonight on NXT. Dominic Mysterio finally captured gold for the very, very first time in WWE in his career. For the first time ever, the Judgment Day adds gold to the faction. Dominic Mysterio is the new North American champion. But before we can get into all that, we're going to go over the other stuff that went down here on NXT. Be sure to follow me on all my socials, Instagram, TikTok, YouTube, and Twitter. Hit me up. Follow the podcast that's keeping good wrestling alive. And let's be friends. So... Carmelo Hayes starts off the show with his partner, if you can even call him that, Trick Williams. Carmelo Hayes is upset about the L from last week that they took versus the Judgment Day. Blames Isla Dragunov, which is going to be his opponent at the American Bash. Isla Dragunov is the number one contender for the NXT Championship versus Carmelo Hayes. And he says that Isla tried to help, quote unquote, Carmelo Hayes. Dragunov comes out and says, I wasn't trying to be nosy, but I mean, if you interfere in someone's match, that's pretty much being nosy. But this kind of just builds up the match between Dragunov and Carmelo Hayes at the American Bash for the NXT title. And after seeing Dragunov wrestle last week versus Braun Breaker, I am looking forward to this match. Dragunov is a good wrestler. And I think the match versus Carmelo Hayes is going to be good. It's going to be something to look forward to. Braun Breaker did his job. He got Isla Dragunov over with me. I've never really seen Dragunov wrestle before. Not as much, maybe one or two matches previously. But now I'm paying more attention. So that was a good way for... Isla Dragunov to be introduced to me who's new to NXT and who doesn't really know a whole lot about these wrestlers. Isla Dragunov is definitely one of the guys people should pay attention to in the future. Carmelo Hayes says there's going to be champagne for one of us and just pain for the other. So that's the opening segment for NXT. Following up, we had Mustafa Ali and Wesley in the locker room. Mustafa Ali is also a number one contender for the North American Championship besides Dominic Mysterio. And Mustafa Ali wants to face Wesley and doesn't think Wesley has a chance versus Dominic Mysterio, which Wesley kind of gets a little butthurt about it and says, whoa, whoa, whoa. So are you saying that? I am not capable of beating Dominic Mysterio. Mustafa Ali just wants to clarify, like, if Dominic wins, then it's going to be Mustafa Ali versus Dominic. But Mustafa Ali is rooting for Wesley because that's who Mustafa Ali wants to face at the American Bash. Well, Mustafa Ali, I hate to break it to you, buddy, but you're going to be facing Dirty Dom Mr. Latino Heat Magnet Dom Dom at the Great American Bash. So you should be very, very afraid, Mustafa, because the ex-con Dom is coming for you. Angel Garza and Humberto Carrillo, Los Latarios. 
How are the Lotharios in NXT, but Hit Row is on SmackDown in the main roster? Someone please explain that to me, because that makes no sense whatsoever. And then there's a video package of Anthony D'Angelo. Anthony D'Angelo is a free man, which we'll talk about a little bit more later on in the show. So the next match is Los Lotharios versus Nathan Frazier and Dragon Lee. Now, I am familiar with Dragon Lee. Dragon Lee is the brother of Roosh, who's over in AW, and I've seen Dragon Lee a few times, and he's pretty good. Nathan Frazier, never seen him before ever in my life, but he comes out with a big old trophy, so he's won some things in NXT, and I'm very familiar with Angel Garza and Humberto Carrillo, but I haven't seen them in a really, really long time. They were in the main roster, they being Los Lotharios were in the main roster for a little bit, and I was a fan. These guys are, they got the look, they they have the heat, they can be really good heels, but they were sent back down to NXT, which it's okay because they can learn more down there, and hopefully when it's time to go back to the main roster, they'll be more established, they'll be more comfortable, and they can grow down there in NXT. Humberto Carrillo, he has done a lot of growing. I haven't seen him in a while, but he looks bigger. He looks like he put on some weight, some muscle, and he looks older too, so Humberto Carrillo's looking, he's looking pretty good right now. Uh, there, This is a jump start for the match. The match starts off like at 100 miles an hour. Even Booker T says, you know, these guys should slow it down, and they do shortly after that. There was a couple girls out there cheering for Frazier and Dragon Lee. And these girls, they were on NXT last week cutting a promo. And the Lotharios interrupted them. And they were trying to hit on these girls. The Lotharios were. And I'm Hispanic. I speak Spanish. Spanish is my first language. And I'm good at understanding different accents, especially Mexican or like Latino accents. But last week, I had no idea what the fuck these girls were saying whatsoever. Like I couldn't determine if they were speaking a different language. But I think these girls are some type of Hispanic trying to speak english but anyway this is a typical lucha style tag team match it's super fast paced towards the end of the match even frazier he got a little bit too excited at the finish and almost ate shit he ran at full speed got up to the top turnbuckle and tried to jump off and his foot slipped but luckily angel garza was able to get his footing right and be at the right place so frazier can land on top of him see this is the type of stuff that you know can can ruin a match and also ruin careers these guys are just moving like a thousand miles an hour and one little slip up and it can all just go to shit really quick dragon lee ends up getting the pin on angel garza the only one that really stood out from this match is umberto carrillo he's probably like the youngest guy there and he still wrestles like one of those young lucha guys but i think later on hopefully with the proper training and hopefully being around the right people i think he has a lot of potential so the lotharios end up losing this match and uh, they have a little argument at the end angel garza gets pushed down by umberto carrillo and then umberto carrillo storms off 
Baron Corbin has a vignette, and he's in search of something still, or in search of himself. I don't know. The stuff that Baron Corbin was saying in this vignette kind of didn't really make sense to me a whole lot. What I got from this is that Baron Corbin, he wants to be feared and respected, and he's going to do it as himself. And I'm like, okay, well, no shit. Of course, you have to do it as yourself who else are you gonna do it as the undertaker no i don't i don't understand this video vignettes are just pretty comical to me just the way that they're put together that just seems really dramatic it's just funny like you guys just have to see it if you didn't already some of the scenes that, that are really over the top and it's just it's it's kind of ridiculous kiana james versus Gigi dolan uh apparently Kiana James wins this match, and I say apparently because I didn't really watch this match, to be honest. Following up, we had an interview with Reggie. Reggie's a former 24-7 champ, so I'm familiar with him because he was in the main roster for quite some time. And he would do, like, the flips and stuff where I think there was, like, a trampoline outside of the ring that he would jump on. And then he would do a flip inside of the ring, and he was running around with the 24-7 guys. And then he disappeared, and I don't know where he went, but apparently he went back down to NXT. And there was two other guys there that I've never seen before. I don't know who they are. And a guy with a mask, and they, they have some type of beef going on that I'm not too aware of because none of these guys were on NXT last week. And that was the very first time that I actually watched NXT. So these are all brand new wrestlers to me. I have no idea what's going on here. After that, we had another interview with No and Dar. And No and Dar is in a wheelchair for some reason. He looks like he's a vegetable or something because he's kind of lifeless. He's kind of just sitting there. He's not talking. He's just staring off into space. And he's surrounded by a bunch of people. One of them is a guy with a fake Jamaican accent. And the other people were just a bunch of random people that I've never seen before. Which leads to the next match. This is another tag team match. And it's Oxium and Scripps. Oxium is the guy in the mask that was in the interview with Reggie. And Reggie is no longer Reggie. Reggie is Scripps now. Reggie had a gimmick change. He had a name change. And I'm just finding this out now. And they're going to be facing Bronco, Nima, and Lucian Prime. These are some pretty crazy names. All four of them, like Axiom and Scripps. Axiom. I don't even know like where to begin with these names. So Reggie's no more. It's Scripps now. It seems like there's a lot more talent rotation going on in NXT because, like I mentioned before, none of these people were on the card last week on NXT. So the match gets started, and then I later find out that Bronco Nima and Lucian Prime, this is actually their debut match. So I don't think anyone has ever seen these guys before in the ring. So this is a first for everyone, not just me. So that made me feel a little better. Scripts formerly known as Reggie, turns on his partner Axiom and lets the opponents, Bronco Nima and Lucian Prime, beat the total shit out of Axiom. And Bronco Nima and Lucian Prime ends up getting the win. Scripps ends up leaving with his opponents. So I don't know what beef Scripps has with Axiom or why 
scripts turned on Axiom, but at least Bronco Nima and Lucian Prime won their debut match. The Tony D'Angelo celebration, and this is the top of the hour, so this has to be a pretty big deal. You don't just put anything or anyone at the top of the hour during these wrestling shows. The top of the hour is supposed to be, you know, when people are usually flipping the channels and looking for something to watch. So during these wrestling shows, they put either their top performers, their top wrestlers, their top names on the top of the hour to hook the viewers and keep their their viewership high. So Tony D'Angelo, he gets in this spot and there's Italian music playing. Stax is cutting a promo using words like the Don and saying that he got pinched and this has an Italian mob feel to it. So this is kind of like um like a mob movie segment type thing. And they're saying stuff like someone snitched on the Don and Tony D'Angelo got locked up, but now he's free. And the NXT fans are really happy to see Tony D'Angelo. So this must be a pretty big deal. I don't know. I'm not too familiar with what's going on, but thankfully there is a flashback from two months ago and I'm kind of caught up on what's going on except for the reason why Tony D'Angelo was locked up in the first place so they pretty much explained everything except for that I'm still confused about that part I don't think I'm gonna find out what's going on or why he got locked up or how at this point but I did get to see how the plan that Stax put together in order to get Tony D'Angelo out of jail. And this all has to do with the NXT Tag Team Championships. At the American Bash, Tony D'Angelo and Stax will get a shot at the NXT Tag Team Belts. The Tag Team Champions come out and they get in the ring with a bat. But then everyone that was in the ring with Tony D'Angelo, this is Tony D'Angelo's family that was out there during the celebration, they all pulled out crowbars. So Italian mobster, they always carry crowbars apparently because how do they know that the the tag team champions were going to come at them with the bat so anyway the match is set for the american bash for the nxt tag team championships tony d'angelo and stacks versus the tag team champions that i did not get their name schism i believe i mentioned that correctly and carmelo hayes they have a little run-in backstage and then dragon off interrupts the interaction again which carmelo hayes says hey you keep showing up where i'm at this is the third time where you interrupt and you get in my business and the rock's daughter i should mention is part of the schism faction that looks and sounds like a cult the way that they carry themselves they're wearing the yellow mask and they talk kind of funny they're trying to portray like some type of cult faction and then a brawl breaks out between carmelo hayes dragonoff and this schism group electra lopez versus hale from chase U. the girl from chase U. I saw her last week and she's a little goofy she has a little firecracker gimmick acts like she's on crack a little bit kind of like kevin owens how you know they get really fired up for no reason and they they're really jumpy and they they look like they have tourettes or something hale taps out the much bigger electra lopez in like one minute and challenges the nxt women's champion and hale says hey blondie get out here so i can kick your ass and i'm like you're also blonde too so i don't know where she gets off calling other people blondie as an 
insult when her hair is literally blonde as fuck. But the NXT Women's Champion accepts the rematch for a submission match. So we're going to get Hail from Chase U versus the NXT Women's Champion at the American Bash. Dominic and Rhea, they're in the backstage also and they run into Tony D'Angelo, which Tony D'Angelo wishes Dominic Mysterio good luck. So last time I checked, Tony D'Angelo was getting cheered for being freed and he's the baby face, but he's wishing Dominic Mysterio good luck, who's a heel. Yeah. So a lot of stuff is not really making sense to me here. Rhea Ripley also talks to one of the NXT girls and gives her a little pep talk. I don't know who this NXT girl is. I don't know what business Rhea has with her. A lot of blanks here for me that I'm having trouble filling in. So if you guys would like to help me, I would really appreciate it. Hit me up at Snug Wrestling on Twitter, Instagram, YouTube, and TikTok. The next match, Mensa versus Thor. Mensa is standing up for No and Dar. And this is a guy that has a fake Jamaican accent. Noan Dar is in a wheelchair and he's kind of lifeless, kind of a vegetable. How? I don't know. But like I said, help me out here, folks. During the match, there's girls outside and then they end up throwing the lifeless body of Noan Dar in the ring, causing a distraction for the referee and then Dijak attacks Thorpe. Mensa takes advantage and beats Thorpe and the crowd starts booing mensa is i thought mensa was the baby face in this entire thing because mensa was the one that was defending a paraplegic in no andar which is a baby face thing to do in my opinion so again i'm getting my roles mixed up here thorpe is actually the baby face because he was attacked by dijak who's a heel so it's just this nxt show right now it's all over the place for me but bear with me folks i am doing my best to stay on top of what's happening on nxt from now on so these reviews they're not going to be this messy all the time i promise Dana Brooke and Jordan and Cora J, they have a little segment. They have a little time on TV for their little beef that's going on as well. And then Roxanne Perez and Blair Davenport have an interview. And this is a buildup for their match at the Great American Bash. Blair Davenport throughout this whole interview is just pretty much making fun of Roxanne for being really, really small. By saying things like, how can you fit such big dreams in a little body? And you should just go home and just making little people jokes at Roxanne. So they're going to have a match at the Great American Bash. And finally... I sat through this whole entire show just to watch the main event. And this is Dominic Mysterio versus Wesley for the North American Championship. Keep in mind, Dominic Mysterio was in a match last night, not too long ago, not even 24 hours ago. Actually, yeah, it was 24 hours ago, exactly. In a tag team match versus Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn. And now he's fighting in the main event on NXT versus Wesley for the North American Championship. You know, you can hate on Dominic Mysterio all you want, but this match at least compared to the other matches on NXT, it does have a main event feel. This match does not have a cold match feel like the other ones did, at least to me. This was a hearty match, and what I mean by that is it had everything for a main event. It has a hated heel with a lot of heat that the people love to hate. You have Wesley, who's the champion, the babyface, who people are cheering for, and that people want to see win. 
So the crowd is automatically invested in this match. The people are behind Wesley and they're cheering for Wesley and they're booing Dominic Mysterio. Now, this match was really, really entertaining for all of those reasons. And also, I really like the pacing of this match. Wesley, he's a a lighter guy who seems like he does a lot of the flips and a lot of the high spots and that's cool but in this match both of these guys mostly kept it in the ring and it was fun to see Finn Balor and Damian Priest hit the ring and the crowd pops Rhea Ripley ends up hitting Wesley with her title and Dom takes advantage and gets the pin over Wesley and becomes the new North American champion one two three and the place explodes the NXT fans were shocked they couldn't believe it i couldn't believe it i watch nxt on pacific time so it airs here in california at 8 p.m but it already happened in the east coast so it gets televised earlier at 5 p.m on the east coast 8 p.m here in the west coast so i was already seeing on twitter dominic mysterio pinned wesley and i'm like what the fuck i gotta see this shit now this is gonna be crazy and it was this match was still really good even though i knew the result this match was still really fun for me to see and dominic mysterio gets his first ever title in wwe and the judgment day get more gold the only two people missing is Damian Priest and Finn Balor to get their gold. Hopefully Finn Balor can pull it off at SummerSlam versus Seth Rollins because I would love to see the Judgment Day with even more gold. But man, Dominic Mysterio as a North American champion, you gotta love that or hate it. I don't care. I love it. We're gonna get to see more of Dominic Mysterio on NXT TV or maybe not. Or maybe Dominic Mysterio is gonna be one of those champions like Roman Reigns, like MJF that you gotta pay to see them wrestle. You gotta, not just anyone can step up to them and you'll only get to see them defend the title on special occasions either way i'm really happy that dom got the victory and this is going to be interesting to see for all of those reasons and also we're going to probably see the north american title on the main roster which means that we're probably going to be seeing the nxt guys that want to face dominic mysterio on the main roster as well Either way, man, this is really, really good shit, and I'm so pumped for this. So the outcome of the main event really made this whole entire NXT show worth it. I also got to learn more about Tony D'Angelo and some of the other people that are down in NXT. I'm actually looking forward to the Great American Bash, which I'm also going to go over, so be on the lookout for that. Once again, hit me up at Snug Wrestling. Thank you guys for listening. That was NXT, and I'll talk to you guys soon.